Hey, nosy neighbors. This is Anija Monet. And I'm Aisha Marie of, of Just Another, Another Day Podcast. And this month, we are introducing the Black Parade series, where we honor black creatives in cities all over for Black History Month. So if you want to be a part of this black excellence, baby, keep listening. And that's so Mary had a little lamb, okay? First up to interview on the Black Parade series is Milk Mari. Milk Mari is a multifaceted queen from Indiana who has her own business and so much more. She is also a stylist, and I can't wait for y'all to listen to this next segment. So stay tuned, y'all. That interview is coming right up. much for coming on just another day podcast hi i'm so excited (laughs) so mari is the first person on our new series called black parade where we celebrate all black creators from all over so before yes (laughs) so before we get into this interview can you please let our listeners know where you from what you do and just something about yourself um well I am actually from Cleveland, Ohio. That's where I was born at, and I was raised in Kokomo, Indiana, and I'm currently residing here right now. This is uh, the place that I guess you can say it's kind of like home for real because it's the place that I feel like I get most of my inspiration from, as little as it is. So I'm just here right now working on my business, which is called uh, Milk May Co. You guys can follow me on Instagram at underscore Milk May Co. Um, The website is www.milkmayco.com. Dot com made has two a's in it by the way and that is where my creative hub is and it's aimed to amplify positive self-expression in women because there's so many people that's just bashing women for saying the slightest thing mm-hmm. doing the slightest thing and that's not fair to us i feel like everybody should be able to express themselves freely and positively and that's just it um i sell yoni steams and waist beads those are my main two sellers right now i also have bracelets crystal necklaces wire wrapped but my main focus right now is getting the yoni steams out there i want women to just thrive in every way possible yeah i love that i love that so much because i feel like as women we always being on put on a pedestal for people to view us and tell us what they want us to do or say. Yeah. But it's all within our own right what we like to do with our body. So it's I like a, a show box, you know, yeah, like a like, store that's just spinning around and everybody's mm-hmm. just judging. Yeah. Yes, yes. And we're not put on display. Like yes. And I love much. that your brand stands for that. So I heard you talk about all the things that you are doing. So I love the fact that you are very multifaceted when it pertains to your career. So when did you decide to be so self-efficient by pushing all your businesses by yourself? Um, I was I really decided that at age 16 when I got my first job. It was my 16th birthday and I was up at three o'clock in the morning filling out job applications and stuff because I've always had this idea of what I wanted to do. I've always known that I love fashion. I love every aspect of fashion, like when it comes to the designers, modeling and everything. And since I've done every little piece of that, now I just know how to wrap it in all into one. So that became apparent when I graduated high school and I did that early so I could push myself to, you know, 
chase my dreams. And that's what I ended up doing. This was what I think 2019, February, matter of fact, Valentine's Day. That is when I graduated high school early. So my anniversary is coming up. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so proud of that. So yeah, a very young yeah. age, I decided like, I can't work regular jobs anymore. Like after my first Three jobs, I would say. My first job was uh, Arby's. My second job was at a daycare. I love my babies. And then my third real job was in Cleveland, Ohio. And I was working for a private company as a caregiver. Okay. And I used those jobs to stack up, have my fun in life. I'm still young, you know. But I have my <laughs> right. fun, still stacked up. And now here I am, like, really pushing it. It's my only source of income. Everything that I do for myself, um... Outside of my business, too, when it comes to the campaigns that I do for modeling and things like that. So, yeah. I just want to ask you, like, is that nerve wracking to, like, step out on your own and actually be like, I want to sustain myself and my lifestyle off my passion? Because I recently started doing that after working at Dunkin' Donuts, which we're not going to talk about. <laughs> but, like, after working at, like, you know, jobs and things. Yeah. I was like, no, I don't want to do this. I want to sustain my own lifestyle, which is off my passion, off my writing. So is that nerve-wracking for you? Some days it is, but overall... I feel like it's really God, like, because my, my passion is very connected to, like, my spirituality and everything like that, and my spirituality is correct, connected to my religion, so I feel like God was telling me, like, these jobs don't need you, like, you feel good for that, <laughs> not to sound bougie or nothing like that, but when I tell y'all I applied everywhere, you can get a job, like, in a day in Cleveland, and the fact that yes. I can get a job at so many places that I'm qualified for in every aspect of life, like, even, um, food jobs because I did culinary arts in high school. Yeah. So it's like, okay, God, is this the sign? Is this what you really <laughs> telling me? Right. And uh, that's when now? I started getting back more into blogging and writing and everything. And that's when stuff just started kicking off and I was modeling hard and everything was just going right for me. So I just felt like this is it. You know? Mm-hmm. And so do you have any advice for black business owners when it pertains to networking? Because it's hard. So, you know, like we networking through social media and it's a little hard for us right now. And I would say it, it kind of is. I wouldn't say it's hard for me right now, but it's kind of slow for me right now because the time that it is, everybody is so wrapped up in themselves. Think about it. Like it's Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. Everybody's worrying about getting their spouses and kids and mothers and mm-hmm. stuff gifts. So it's like, it's all about the audience. As long as you wrap that audience in, and trust me, y'all content be wrapped in the audience in because I be wrapped in, and I don't get wrapped into <laughs> Thank you. a lot of stuff. Like, <laughs> it takes, like, distinct creativity for people to really get wrapped in these days. So I just feel like, be yourself. And when you do get out there, get out there. When you're networking in person, don't be afraid. Use your voice. I used to be so not even soft-spoken I used to not speak at all like to people I didn't know how to push a business push a product push a brand but now I know how to do that because you just gotta put yourself out there and just trust in what you believe in yeah because I can say doing this podcast like we started our sophomore no it was our junior year in high school and it actually helped us out a lot and especially me because I was so scared to perform my poetry or even like do spoken word and let people know what I was talking about or writing about yes. in my journal. So doing this podcast, it really put everything into perspective. 
Like you could like speaking on this phone or on our mics is just so like it feels normal. Yes, yes, it's normal. Like you have to work on it because I promise you, when we first did it, it was so scary. But like you said, like when you was talking about like your religion and God and stuff like that, if it's something for you, it's gonna be for you. Yes. Like it's gonna come to you. And you just got to act on it. And that's what we learned during this time. Like, even during this pandemic, you got to act on everything Pretty you want to do. And uh, I was watching Sarah Jakes Roberts on uh, YouTube. She's T.D. Jakes' daughter. Mm-hmm. And she does these, like, amazing sermons. And one of them, she was talking about setting it in motion. And she was, like, basically saying, like, if it's for you, it's going to happen. As long as you set it in motion, mm-hmm. you have to perform that action that's going to kick it off. And then the next action that's going to kick that action off and you know, it's just being there and being consistent in what you yeah. do. Like, I always tell people when they ask us about this podcast and how did we start, like, it just starts with putting your one foot in front of the other. Yeah, It's never yeah. like, you don't need a full plan right now. You just need to take small steps mm-hmm. onto your journey because of that, you want to look back on it like, wow, like, I really came this far. Yes. Look at the places I've been and things I've seen. So I like, just put your first foot forward and I promise you it's going to get easier yes. after that. And I, so um, what was the first step that you took to like starting your own business and how did it begin? Like, were you nervous or you just jumped right in? I would say the first step that I took was, okay, since we all love fashion here, I'm like a shopper. I love shopping. So the first yeah. step that I took was shopping for my inventory. And once I shopped for okay. my inventory, I'm like, oh shit, this is real now. I'm like, <laughs> I just yeah. bought all this and I can't just like if I want the finishing result I have to do something to make it look like that and that's basically how I did it and then I started um getting more into the legals and you know when you get more into the legal side you got to get more into the self-education side so I started educating myself more and more on more you know businessy stuff rather than the design and the creativity and the fun side of things yeah, like you have to become business savvy. You can't yeah. just open up a business or start a platform and not know anything about yeah. it. Because I promise you there will be people in your DMs, in your comments, asking questions, and you have to know how to answer them. Yes. And you have to know your worth. Because yeah. yes. people are trying to cheat you. For real. Oh, and I have had so many people try to do that. And then like, I don't know. The, the type of person that I am, I'm the type of person that at the end of the day, I'm not going to treat somebody how they treat me. I'm going to stick to mm-hmm. my values, my morals, like what I believe in. So a lot of people that did try to cheat me, it was like, okay, yeah, I know you're trying to cheat me, but I'm going to go ahead and do this. But at the yeah. same time, it was always benefit me in the long run. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel like a lot of times people are like, that's naive about your personality, but then I give people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. So if they send me anything, I'm going to believe it. Like if you're coming to me with something, I'm going to believe it. I'm going to put your best foot forward. I'm going to help you out with it. So when they do try to con me, it's like, huh, I wish you didn't do yeah. that. Because now it hurts my feelings. Because like when you're an artist, you're sensitive about your shit. Yes. Like that's just how it's going to be. Oh, <laughs> like there's no way around it. So when they do that, I take it as a personal mm-hmm. jab yeah. to me and my brand. I so you. I get what you're saying. I definitely feel that because I don't know. When I when I do something, I'm going to do it and I come with it. And mm-hmm. I just put everything out there. Yeah. You give all of yourself. Yeah. And when somebody does that, it's just like, wow, you going to take what I put out here for granted? Yeah, literally. Like, what? So yeah, I agree with you completely. And, like, how do you get through that? Like, you know how sometimes some things happen to certain business owners and they just like, oh, I'm about to just give up. But how do you just push through all of that and just get through it and just keep going? For starters, 
first things first, I just log out of social media. I will like delete the apps off my phone because that's like that's the first thing that will like you know reel people into believing that oh they're not good enough and so many other things that put business owners down. And then I would say the second thing, I meditate. I have to breathe. I have to pray because mm-hmm. there's so many times a day I just be like, Lord. And so many people think I'm just talking, <laughs> but no, Lord. Hear my humble yeah. cry, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and I, um, I, I do a lot of reading. That. I work out. I love working out. Yoga. I think I like yoga more than working out for sure. I love feeling just stretched out and released of mm-hmm. everything. It's like a serenity to it, like yes. a calmness when you do it. Like it when I do all this. I usually have my essential oils burning or some type of wax cubes or a candle that smells like I'm something. I like eucalyptus or mm-hmm. lemongrass. They're my favorite too. Yes, I love that. I love everything that you were using or anything that helps you get through those type of mindsets and battles is self-loving. Yes. In yes. a sense, like all that does is help you. You know what yeah. I mean? So I love all of that. Yeah, because as a business owner, like you so focused on like just doing this and doing this and helping other people out, make sure they buy the product and it's time to like just fill you up. Yes, because like, I'm si- I'm literally sitting over here with broken nails right now because I've been running around <laughs> just worried about yeah. so many other people. Then like I said, like the personal life jumps in and then that, you got to deal with that too. So it's like, Who's putting you first? So, Nobody. So you got to. Yeah. So I wonder, like, since that, I mean, since you have a book of poetry out right now that people can purchase, do you write poetry on your spare time to help you clear your that mind? That is some and of the like, things that I actually I love. If it's not if it's not reading, then I'm writing. Like, or if I'm reading, yeah. I'm writing because if I'm learning something from the book, I'm writing it down, highlighting it, doing something like to keep it in my mental. And I take like notes multiple times over and over like I'll take it in my phone write it in two different notebooks three different notebooks I have so many notebooks <laughs> but um and it's really it's really a healing process yes. like just writing it down and seeing like your thoughts on paper and that's kind of where the name came from so for my book because I have like an entire poetry book like that's strictly for poetry and I was like wow this is like a freaking file cabinet of, of poetry <laughs> at this point and I was like oh my gosh yeah. that's the name milk files and boom here we are now yes I love writing I do yeah like I recently just purchased my books to sell so they can be published out there for people to buy and it's just it was a real long experience like I honestly felt like I was on a roller coaster yeah. and I'm finally off of it like I could finally rest and that whole process was just self-healing so I wondered were you nervous of how people will receive it because it is your emotions it is your like you said it was like a file cabinet everything that you've been through so were you nervous that people can might reconnect to it i would say like in the beginning like when i was actually forming the pages into a manuscript like typing into the computer i was like okay i don't know like as i'm typing i'm like mm, i don't know how they're about to or mm, do I want to so I'm backspacing and I'm like no 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 I'm not gonna do that like if I'm doing this I'm gonna do it so I really just I don't know I've been having like a lot of faith in myself lately that's just like okay I'm gonna do this so as I was doing the whole uh, process which when I publish my books I do them through um, Amazon Kindle Direct Publishing and mm-hmm. 
that's like the easiest way that I feel like. So as I was doing all this, I'm like getting more and more excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's getting real. It's getting real. <laughs> Ain't no turning no, literally. Back. Right. And then that's when I um got into the I'm like, I need some illustrations. Like, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't want to just do regular illustrations. And then I'm like, I'm doing all these photo shoots with this new photographer that I love. His name on Instagram is only one underscore Andre Photography. I freaking love him. That's my favorite shooter. Thank you for the plug, girl. Yes, Thank I love you. him. Please get on that. <laughs> Y'all need anybody yes. is him. And he he works with you so well. He the one. He not the yes. two. <laughs> and he he just listens to you. Like he literally will bring your vision to life. And then like it all started because I was bringing his visions to life. He found mm-hmm. me. So when we uh, started working together and everything, I'm like, okay, I really want to work with you on a contract to figure out some pricing on using these pictures in my book. Like you can get some money from every sale. Like if I can, you know, use these images. And that's when he's like. Oh, well, yeah, like, you know, I support anything that you do, like, whatever, whatever, we can talk about this. So we got talking about it, and then it became a thing. So then I started choosing the images that he took that I wanted to put in the book. Some of them, I used my creative abilities and edited them just so I can, you know, put that that piece of me in the book. And then there were also some images that I self-photographed myself and that another unspoken photographer did of me. And those were put mm-hmm. in the book. And those were, like, probably the big scariest part of the book because they were very intimate. Yes. <laughs> very intimate. <laughs> I very did. sensual and very explicit in a way. So that mm-hmm. was, like, the part of me I was like, uh. Because a lot of the stuff that, like, right. nobody will be like, oh, well, that's that's why she's so uncomfortable with this and that. Or, like, when men say stuff to me and I'm so defensive about it, Hmm, read the book and that's why now you know so right <laughs> that kind of was like I don't know but all in all when it came to end and I was um doing my lot when Kendall had my book in review it was like this is it and I don't know um right. I feel like anybody who is self-publishing a book well publishing a book let me say I feel like they should self-publish it because first of all you will go through hell trying to get a publisher from yeah I know that first yeah like I literally was writing I started writing my book my senior year in high school but it was really just a collection of all the poems I would write since I was a freshman and I just was trying to find a publisher and I couldn't do it so I actually used Lulu which is a self-publishing site and that was my saving grace like me being able to do that myself Yes, it's super dope and it's easy to use, especially if you're not as tech savvy. Mm-hmm. Like you can go in there and like measure out your fonts and your margins and your trimming. It's super dope. But that self-publishing is really something all the writers out there need to do because finding a publisher is Yeah, hell. and then it's like, okay, Smart. if we're trying to especially aim toward black authors, if we're trying to get on the top yes. of the platform, stop Put yep. your books through these white Wall Street publishers, please, please, yes. please, please. Like that's that's the worst thing to do because like I don't know if you guys read her. I'm sure you do. I love her, Rupi Carr. Mm-hmm, yes, I, I love, love her. Her. Mm-hmm. her books. She started self publishing. That I didn't yes. even know that about her, but it makes sense because the new book she's putting out, you can see a trend. Like it's starting yeah. to change because I feel yeah. like. 
white publishing company companies they don't know us and they don't know our type of experiences yes. so they're not going to understand yeah. our books that yes. we're you know we're trying to get them to sell so i'm happy that we're self-publishing that way yes pretty much That's how I feel. so how can we publish your book where can we find my book it? can be my book can be found on my website. It can be found on Amazon. It can be found on Kindle. And I am working on getting on Audible. I want to get on Audible so bad. That's my mm-hmm. next big goal when it comes to um, writing. And my um, book promotion products come in around sometime at the end of this month. So when those come out, you know, there's going to be promo for that. I'm so excited. But yes, definitely my website and Amazon. Okay. And I really feel like we're in the same boat because I'm trying to figure out how I can do an audio book for my book as well. Or like an album, so to speak, of me doing it over yes. So like oh, I'm happy. Dog, that. Girl, that is dope. Yes. Yes, I'm trying to do that because I really want people to hear. Because I do spoken words, so I want them to get that vibe from mm-hmm. off my yes. book. So that's the next thing I'm trying to do. But one question we ask everybody on the Black Parade series, and you're the first. How do you think being Black is often the source of creativity in society and, like, mainstream media? First of all, I feel like <laughs> that's that's a question that I can answer from many different aspects. Well, girl, give it us all. Give it all you got. <laughs> when it comes to us, we feel like, oh, yeah, like, this is this is it. Like, we just snapped with this. We about to put this out. There, like, this is art. Boom. Mm-hmm. We feel like we are the creative source. People feed up off of us for creative source. And when they put us in the media mm-hmm. or when they take what we do and then they mock it in the media, they feel like, oh, look at them what are they doing oh that's what they're doing I bet you I can do it and do it better so when they put us in the media it's for all the wrong reasons is how I feel so that's why they put us in the media like so I feel like they don't they don't get it from a a creative source they get it from a a mocking and a joking source but Mm -hmm. we definitely we know it's it's us yeah we know it's so it's so it's crazy evident. because like, I look at can... I look at the Cleveland creatives especially and be like, okay, like look at where we are now. Cause Taylor Terry, mm-hmm. she's out here. She is, yes. she is on it. Yes. There are so many artists on it, like, that people don't even know of. Yes. It's so many rappers and singers that I've heard. And it's like, y'all gotta get on this. Y'all have to. So I just wanna Yes. Mm-hmm. That's why we using this yes. platform. That's why we even created this platform to put people on because it's like we got a lot of good people coming out of Cleveland, but yes. why nobody don't know? Like we need a spotlight. I feel like with Cleveland, we're so small but so big. And, yeah, that that's why I was just about like, to say I wanna see us. create a platform. Yeah. Yes. literally in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. So that's like my last they plan. They see us as a small city. I can city. say for you guys. My last plan that I can put out there is um, in December, December 20th, actually, of 2021. That's my birthday. I plan to be cutting the ribbon okay. outside of my creative studio in Cleveland, Ohio. Yes, Milk Jug Studios. Yes, claim it for real. Because that's all that we need in Cleveland is a space where creatives can come and actually be themselves and be self-sufficient. Like me and Aisha, we're coming from a creative arts school. So all we know is people about that land want to be in a space. But they don't have like 
nowhere to go. Yeah. Like, no resources. So, Especially like, we, a space that is funded by Black people. Yes, and, and black that's, people. that's basically what because I wanted it's to hard. be. Yeah, because it's hard. Like, when we're trying to go in certain spaces and do our creative things, it's usually funded by white yeah. people, so they don't see our vision. We get complaints. Music's too loud. This is going on. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, we need a space that is for us and by us that can actually, you know, make us Pretty feel comfortable. Because when, you, when you're comfortable, so before you put out perfect leave, art. <laughs> Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So before we leave, I want to ask you, like, who are your top, like, black women that inspired you? Top five or top ten? Okay. Beyonce. Yes. First Me Good. She's a designer in Cleveland. I'm sure you guys have heard of her. Yes. 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 The twins. Chloe. Yes. Oh, I yeah. Love them. They are dope. Mm-hmm. They like we literally watch them go from Tyler Perry movies to working alongside. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And building their own lane. Yes. Like they're so dope. Um I'm not really wanting to get into politics, but when you got somebody doing a whole trending tag on you, Chucks and Pearl. <laughs> you are somebody. <laughs> so Kamala Harris. <laughs> yes. Michelle Obama. Period. I love her Come book. On. Michelle Obama. It is like it's so becoming, amazing. yeah. Gabrielle Union. Um, mm-hmm. to get in a deeper sense, my mother. She, I watched her. Yeah, you know, get it out the mud. My cousin Moochie, and of mm-hmm. course her sister. And y'all know who exactly who I'm talking about. Yeah. My my money, honey. Yes, so much. So yes. Yeah. She made all of this possible. And, uh, I will say the last person because it's the the closest thing that's by me right now. That would be my sister, Tavy Williams. Blink for Beauty is her business. Blink for Beauty LLC. Yeah. Yeah, I literally watched her get that out the mud, helped her. I was her assistant on everything, basically graphic designer, this and that. So I know I know how much work that she did to get to where she is now. And it just makes me happy to see, you know, women, black women specifically flourishing around me. I love it. Yes. yes. I'm happy you said that. And I know that you do a lot of things, but can you please tell our listeners how they can find you and like all the things that you do? Um, so yes. I guess the the first couple things that I could say that I do would be modeling. Um, if you need any brand ambassador work, anything like that, you guys can email me at mari m a r i d l w twenty three at outlook dot com. You can find that email. And my Instagram bio, which is underscore milk Mari with two A's and contact me there. I do graphic designs, flyers, business cards, anything like that. And like I said, the main thing that I do, I love jewelry making. I love fashion design. I love anything pertaining to uplifting women. So I wouldn't call myself a practitioner yet because I'm still um in the working of getting that done still finishing my courses on that but i am a women's practitioner at this almost say it say it just put it out there that's it um a lot of the other things that i was doing i am kind of like i'm wouldn't say taking a break on them but i'm kind of aiming my focus Mm -hmm. to like i said what god is telling me is right here in the forefront um and I would say the last thing that I could say is my next big project after I accomplished and put the cap on everything else, my fun project, my hobby, my self-care hobby, 
which will probably end up being something mm-hmm. that turns into a business, is music. I love music. Music touches my soul in a way that nobody can ever understand. So I want to get into learning music production. And yeah, okay, that's pretty much it for me. We love a multifaceted I am, woman. Thank Come you. On I, really just, I feel like I'm a creative <laughs> at the end of the day. I just love being inspired. Yes. I love inspiring people. I love uplifting people. And I don't know, mm-hmm. I just feel like I'm still stuck in that mindset and I will forever be stuck in the mindset that a change is going to come. Like Sam Cook said, a change is going to come. The world is going to be better. <laughs> People are going to be able to walk yeah. around amongst everybody and feel comfortable. Everybody's going to be radiating happiness, mm-hmm. positivity. I feel it. Yeah. So that is my goal. That's I feel it. I feel goal. the switch too. This will go down in the history books. I feel wow. a change coming. And I promise you, no, they ain't ready I for it, that. and we are. We will be. Send me y'all numbers. Do what y'all got to do. We definitely. I can definitely come back yes. out there anytime. We can link up, do whatever work that y'all want to do. Yes, yes, definitely. Yes, and that's no, so for real. Yeah. And that's <laughs> that's that. we gotta link. Oh, up. I just love y'all. See, this yes. is family. Look at us. <laughs> right, I told you when you told me at the um. At the memorial, you was like, "We For gonna real? meet up. We really gonna meet up." Do I'm something like, because there is no um, reason okay. that all okay. <laughs> I heard you around each other and not doing nothing. Yeah, and I'm happy that we could link. I'm happy that you can come on this podcast and we can talk about all that you do. And I want to say again that I respect your grind. I respect your dedication to your craft, and I just want to thank you because this was so enlightening. It was so beautiful to hear you speak. Oh, and that's just on CMJ you. again. On thank you. Yeah, I definitely love y'all. And this is definitely going to be, this is like, this is the start of something. That's what I'm going to call it. Yes. Yes. You definitely got some stuff. And you definitely going to have yes. that space. Thank you, you so much. definitely going to have that space. And like I said, whatever, um, You're welcome. whatever y'all said, like networking and everything that y'all might be having troubles and stuff, I'm definitely mm-hmm. willing to help. Just let me know. Yes. We love y'all that. Are beautiful Definitely. Soul. Thank You're you. welcome. No, you are. Oh my God. Thank you again for coming on Just Another Day ooh, Podcast. Ooh, ooh. This is the first episode of Black Parade. Yay! Yay! Bye. Bye. Thank you. Hey, nosy neighbors, you know that we stay booked and busy. So with that being said, we are hosting a concert featuring Zanelle and hosted by Corey Aesthetics. This concert will be held on March 13th from 6 to 10 at Captivate Downtown, y'all. So if y'all want to get these tickets, go to the link in our bios at Just Another Day Podcast Instagram page at Zanelle's Instagram page. My Instagram page. My Instagram page. Y'all just catch this vibe. It ain't nothing to it but to do it. Get them tickets. Watch it go fast, like in the cash, cash, cash.